Barker, you awake? Barely. <laughs> if you're out there with us, 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-590-590-590 is a text line. Come on, I know some of you are still awake. 4-3, the Philadelphia Phillies dispensing with the Toronto Blue Jays, a game that uh, took way too long, Kevin Barker, for a game that was scoreless in the seventh inning. Do you have any clue why? Why did it go four hours and 14 minutes or whatever it was? Did they, they, score, they didn't score a run until the eighth inning, Jeff, until the eighth inning. You know all, all I kept thinking about as I was watching this? What? Pitch clock. <laughs> would pitch that help? Clock. I don't think that had anything to do with it. I don't know if it would have helped, but all I could think of was pitch clock. It's like, I'm going to go to bed tonight thinking pitch clock. Um, look, Jimmy Garcia and uh, Jordan Romano have been pretty good for the Blue Jays, to say the least. Real good. This year. But, Kevin, uh, some inter- shall we say some in- interesting... Uh, some interesting pitch selection by Garcia and Romano in this game, such as Garcia flipping six breaking balls to the number eight hitter. Admittedly, um, you know, a guy who uh, at the bottom of the order was pretty good tonight for the Phillies, but still six breaking pitches, the number eight hitter. Yeah, I'm, assu- I'm assuming that he did that because Guthrie hit a home run last night on a 91-mile-an-hour fastball. I'm guessing that's what it is. I, I, I mean, uh, what? Can Ryan I Muta- suggest you don't throw a 91-mile-an-hour fastball then? Well, that well that was yesterday. That was uh, I think that was Stripling. That's about what Stripling throws. That's that little two-seamer. Two-seamer ain't two-seamer, and it's 91-mile-an-hour heater, and it's center cut, and that's easy to get the head out on. I, uh, look, I, I just – it's after Riamuto hit the fastball in, Garcia seemed to want to go to the breaking stuff. He threw 20 pitches after the fastball, 14 of those were breaking balls. I mm. I just mm. don't understand that to the mm. bottom of the order. And then you get to Romano flipping five sliders in a row. I, Kyle Schwarber. I, yeah, I, okay, I get it. That Schwarber's not very good against the breaking ball. I looked that up. 190, I, 197 against the breaking ball. Coming into the game, that's what he was hitting against it. I, I wondered why he was flipping five sliders, especially when the first couple were non-competitive. They, they weren't even sliding. They weren't doing mm-hmm. anything. And you would think because you got 97 in the tank. I mean, he threw it uh, after. 98, too. Absolutely. He threw that, and then Bryce Harper came up the next inning. That's basically all he gave him was heaters. I, it just sometimes I, I, I wonder why. Like, I just don't understand it. He's lucky to get the 3-1 back. Like, he's lucky the 3-1 Schwarber slider didn't go back leg city way up out of the stadium because that was a cement mixer. So, I, yeah, I just don't understand that. And the base running, the error that Bo made, you know how I feel about that. And what's very good and what's not very good on the road, you normally lose those games, and that's what happened tonight. Yes, uh, the base running was not was not great, and uh, the error by Bo Bichette played a significant role in this as well. That hurt too. Uh, Adam Simber coming in and uh, just didn't have anything, frankly, and as a result, the Jays lose four three. Mark in Toronto, you want to talk about uh, Adam Simber? Well, first with Adam Simber, first I'll talk about Hernandez. Hernandez should have left the bat on his shoulder. The other guy was going to throw four balls sometime, mm-hmm. uh, but. No, he had to swing. We, and then Adam Simmer. Adam Simmer didn't have anything, like you just said. Well, so Walker, what's that? What's Walker walking over for? Schneider should come oh, out and put Richardson. Simmer didn't have anything. 
You know, I, I just don't understand how they manage the pitching sometimes. You don't have it, you don't have it. This is if this is game uh, three of the wild card, and you do that, well, you, you wouldn't do all it over was, the rest of this winter. You wouldn't do it if it was game three of the wild card. I mean, you, you you know, you're game three of the wild card. You don't have any other games left. You are managing these games with an eye towards the next game. Um, I, I, you know, if I have no idea why you would why you would frankly take a guy out in the tenth inning uh for, for Trevor Richards I mean when you're managing these games on the road you you know you manage you want to put runs across in the in the top of the 10th if you're the Blue Jays that to me is a bigger issue the Jays lost that game when they didn't cash in in that situation in the top of the 10th inning didn't matter who you threw out the next inning they weren't yeah, going to win it yeah, they yeah, just weren't going to win well, it well they lost that in the 8th inning they had a 3 nothing lead with their 8th inning guy and their ninth inning correct, guy coming correct, in the game but so they lost it in those 2 innings with the automatic runner on Kevin bases loaded you gen- you think you're probably going to get a run there and you had Bobachet coming up too Bobachet grounds up doesn't grounds out doesn't advance the runner i mean that's a situation where if, I, if i'm John Schneider it's one of the reasons i put Bradley Zimmer in to pinch run i'm managing i, I want to get a run that inning and i think your hands are tied Trevor Richards listen if if you put Adam Simber in the game and burn, burn Adam Simber for tomorrow, then put Trevor Richards in and burn Trevor Richards for tomorrow, and, and you end up losing anyhow. I mean, I, I had, I didn't have any, and I know a lot of folks on the on the text line. Uh, a lot of folks are asking about going. Why didn't he go with Anthony Bass instead of Jimmy Garcia? Uh, Bass hadn't pitched since the 16th. Well, Garcia hadn't pitched till the set since the 17th, and Jimmy Garcia is his guy right now, and Anthony Bass is frankly, I wouldn't say behind Jimmy Garcia in the pecking order, but Garcia is going to hand the ball off to Romano. That's the way it's going to work. Maybe it changes. I don't know. It's entirely possible. But, uh, Kevin, I was not surprised to see Jimmy Garcia come in when he did. I was surprised to see him flip six breaking pitches, mm-hmm. but uh, I wasn't surprised just at, at, at all how the pitching was used. No, he came in with uh, four, five, six. That's two righties and a lefty. That's exactly how they want to set it up. They want him to throw the four-seamer and the slider. You know, he flipped too many of those to guys he probably shouldn't have flipped it to. And when you do that, you normally get beat. It's sort of when, when you're not doing the right things on the road, against a team that's fighting like the Phillies. The Phillies are trying to do anything possible to win a baseball game. They just don't look like a good team. Like, you can spin it any other way you want to spin it. Now, they had a couple of good starting pitchers. But other than that, you give them them a, a chance to beat themselves, normally they're going to do it. And tonight, the, the Blue Jays didn't allow them to do it. Plain and simple. A little, there's a little bit of news out of this game as well. Kevin Vigio came in to pinch it for Santiago Espinal uh, against a lefty. And it turns out that as... I guess we all kind of thought, given the move, Espinal was taken out of the game with left side discomfort. So fingers mm-hmm. crossed that it isn't one of those damn oblique things. But uh, that that was the reason for Kevin Biggio, uh, for Kevin Biggio coming in to the game. Uh, Andy and Kitchener in the text line, Kevin, wants to know if we think the bullpen days may be coming back to haunt the Jays as expected. And then he goes on to say not enough was done in the deadline or in the offseason to bolster the pitching staff. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. The pitching's been really good. I mean, you can't complain about that. I just you you, you wonder about pitch selection. Like, why are they throwing as many as they're throwing against certain guys that they don't need to be throwing it against? Why are they doing that? Like, somebody raise their hand and run out there and go, why are you doing that? I just – 
I think it's, for me, more than that than it is the guys that's actually throwing. Yeah, if Jimmy Garcia was throwing 92 and Jordan Romano was throwing 94, I might wonder about bullpen days. Jordan Romano hit 98 tonight. Jimmy Garcia's velocity was up there. If the bullpen games were an issue, you would have seen a lot of lousy velocity. Uh, Adam Simber just, you know, Mr. Barker says, Adam Simber's stock and trade is trickery. That's what it is. Sometimes it. trickery ain't going to work, and nope. it did not work tonight. And let's also keep in mind it didn't work against a, a, a Phillies team that, you know, they're, they're getting a bit desperate. The Phillies are. are a bit desperate. They're still they're battling for their playoff lives right now. So I, I think they may have smelled blood in the water, frankly, and I, you know, that may have made a difference. But, uh, again, some questionable pitch selection by guys who've normally been very good. For the Blue Jays, and I and and then of course the the uh, Teoscar swinging at that pitch. Now it was a 105 mile an hour line drive, but Teoscar swinging at that pitch. Um, well, the difference is I, it's 3-0 instead of 2-1. That's a big right. difference, and now you got a chance of chasing a 2-1, whatever you want to throw. I mean, the the guy loves his slider. He's sort of like Jordan Romano, and he and he uses his fastball for show. He's trying to get you out with the slider, and just so happens he hits it right at the guy. This is what I said with less than two outs. With a line drive, especially with the infield in, freeze. Don't make your first move towards the other base. Don't do that. Freeze. There's less than two outs. Where, where are you going? I just – and that's why you're on the team is to base run and play defense. Sometimes it makes you scratch your head, Jeff. Chris Modwa wants to know, uh, why pull Gossman after only six innings and 89 pitches? Why not try to get another inning out of him? I don't know. I mean, sometimes you got to ask uh, – sometimes you you got to ask – probably the manager or the pitching coach, but I would assume they're doing it for a reason. I mean, he was really good. Uh, it's how many times he's faced certain guys in the order. I'm assuming that has something to do with it. Uh, you know, it's the life on the stuff. It's the location of the stuff. I mean, I know he's really good, but there's a lot of things that go into these things. And I know they had the main guys in their bullpen lined up. Like it was mm -hmm. Romano was raring and ready to go. Garcia was ready, raring and ready to go. Like the guys that they wanted to finish the game if they got the lead – they had them raring and ready to go, and just so happens tonight they didn't get it done. It's three nothing in the eighth inning, Jeff. Like, I, and yep. you had your eighth and ninth inning guy up, and no, you just I, didn't play good enough defense. You didn't run the bases well enough, and you didn't throw the pitches that you needed to throw in the right situations to the right people. Daniel in Toronto, you're on Blue Jays talk. Hi guys, how you doing? Good, good, good. I. With with uh, with blowing a three nothing lead, I think things like this can certainly happen. Like you're not going to hold every three nothing lead, even though you'd like to. Um, but more, I cannot for the life of me understand how Teoscar Hernandez could possibly, possibly, possibly think it would be a good idea to swing at that pitch two zero. The, the pitcher clearly could not throw a strike. It's two zero. Like what? Do you, what was he hoping to accomplish by swinging at a pitch? Not to mention the pitch was in the dirt. And just to follow up on that, like I don't know why these situations like should he not be held accountable should he not be publicly ridiculed should he not be benched or do it like that's a little league thing that he did and to me it really cost him the game yeah i mean i i mean i don't know about little league thing I, that was about the fifth time it happened last night so if it was a little league thing teoscar's uh teoscar has a has a lot of company I mean, you don't you don't bench a guy because he has a bad at bat if that was the case, Vladdy would have been sitting on the bench for a couple of weeks by now. I mean, so. he almost killed the second baseman with a line drive. Isn't yeah. that bad? I mean, he did chase. He's trying to do a little, maybe a little too much. He knew, at least I'm thinking, he was thinking that this guy probably has to come in the zone 
Uh, you know, he'd been struggling up until last night a little bit. He's trying to help his team out in a big situation, and sometimes you expand and swing at some, some things that you shouldn't be swinging at. And, I mean, he, hit, he did it a line drive. Like, you got to give him credit. He, he, he got the ball, I think, where he wanted to get it. He put a good swing on it. He hit a line drive, and it just didn't work out for him. And, and I mean, that's a bit strong, I think. Yeah. And, benching uh, him because he chased a 2-0 pitch in the – God, I, like, I, mean, that's, like that's, I said, that's, if that's, that's if that's a benchable offense, they're not they're going to be calling up the entire Buffalo Bisons for uh, for tomorrow's game because there's a fair amount of that uh, a fair amount of that going around. What do you think of Kevin Gossman tonight? I thought he was really really effective. I mean, those look those are three tough lefty hitters to face. And what did you do? They were zero for zero for eight with a walk and and four punches. I mean, that's that's not a bad night. Yeah, he, threw, uh, he faced 25 batters and threw 15 uh, strike ones. He threw uh, – he gave up two hits with two strikes. He had three mm-hmm. three ball counts. Uh, one through four in the order was one for 11th with one walk. If you're facing the Phillies, that right there is the most important stat. The first four guys in their order – I mean, obviously tonight, the couple of guys at the bottom of the order because you, you pitched to them like they were Babe Ruth. I mean, they hurt you, but – the one through four in the order for the Phillies, you got to get them out. He did a really good job against that. And and all five hits he gave up, at least a couple of them, with, with other than two strikes, were really good, right? He kept them in the ballpark, which is a big deal. He's had some issues with that. He was good. Like, he was good enough to give them a chance. And the fastball command was decent, the elevated fastball. I do know that, at least for me, the Phillies looked like they were hunting split finger. That's mm-hmm. a terrible approach against them. All you, all you have to do, you don't have to be a smart baseball player if you're facing Kevin Gosman to look up a stat and go, uh, fastball versus the fastball hitters are hitting 333. Versus the split finger, they're hitting 196. He's got 114 punch outs going, coming into the night off his split finger. Why would you go up and look for it? And he fed off that. He gave him a decent game. He gave him a chance to win a game. They should have won that game, but they didn't. They got to move on and go to Tampa and hopefully take three out of four. 416-870-0590, star 590, 1-888-666-0590. The Blue Jays losing 4-3 to the Philadelphia Phillies tonight in 10 innings. Vladdy with a three-run home run for not, as it turns out. As you heard Mr. Barker say, it's off to Tampa for a four-game series against the Rays. We'll take a break and come back and go back to the phone lines, back to the text lines as well. It's Blue Jays talk on Sportsnet 590, the fan. All right, 4-3, the Philadelphia Phillies beating the Toronto Blue Jays to Citizens Bank Ballpark. The team split the two-game series. It's off to Tampa for four games between the Jays and the Rays. And now the Bet365 standings update. Bet365 is the world's favorite sportsbook with 63 million members worldwide, 19-plus play responsibly, Ontario only. The uh, Blue Jays got a little bit of help. A little bit of, bit of help tonight in the out-of-town scoreboard. The Houston Astros beating Tampa Bay 5-2. Seattle and Oakland, they are scoreless in the sixth inning. Jays got no help from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Surprise, surprise. I mean, the Pirates can't even help themselves. They were bad. Little league 11- they were battered 11-2 to by the New York Yankees. Uh, Aaron Judge had a couple of doubles. He did not homer. 
And of Ooh. course, not. And of course, the. <laughs> well, you know what the real fear in New York is right now, right? What's that? The real fear in New York is that he homers on the Apple game on Friday night. Oh yeah. And you know. Anyhow, yeah. that that's fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh yeah. Anyhow, that that's uh, that, that's all. Ser- all all kidding aside, that's causing a little bit of angst because you know. Yes, Network owns the damn team. No you got question. a you got a signature moment. You mm-hmm. want your boy Michael K calling it. I want my boy Michael K calling it. I do too. Uh, I don't want Apple calling it, even if Jesus is doing play by play. That would be something, but I really don't. Anyhow, um, the uh, standings. The Yankees have ninety wins. They're ninety and fifty eight. They're six and a half up on the Jays. Tampa Bay, uh, Toronto's eighty. 84 and 65. Tampa Bay is 82 and 67. And uh, two back of the Jays in the loss column. The Baltimore Orioles, they won tonight 8 1. They're 77 71. They're 13 games back in the East. In the wild card race, it's still very much a three team race. The Toronto Blue Jays, two games up. Seattle, they're playing right now. As I said, scoreless with Oakland. Tampa Bay lost. And uh, Tampa Bay is 4 and 6 in their last. 10 games the Baltimore Orioles they are four and a half out of the wild card uh six and a half behind the Blue Jays six back of the Jays in the loss column so I mean they're not if they catch anybody it's not going to be the Jays and really the only other thing of significance to happen tonight is the Chicago uh White Sox continued to be the Chicago White Sox and uh the Cleveland Guardians just Keep winning when they have to win. Eight and two in their last ten. Chicago got a little sniff, little sniff of the Guardians there. Eight and two in their last ten. They're putting that one, they're putting that one to bed, and uh, they will move on to uh, the play, postseason as the AL Central champions. We got time for a couple of more quick calls. Let's go to Gabriel and Yellowknife. Gabriel, how are you, my friend? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? They're doing well, man. Thank you for uh, calling. I'm glad to be on. Yeah, I wanted to uh, start Yellowknife east of Alaska, north by north and all that sort of stuff. But I am um, calling a little bit because um, I think Jordan Romano has shown us something. He's shown us more than I ever expected um, him to show us through the season. There was the, uh, the blown save a couple nights ago, which was, uh, you know, that, that almost concerning. And then tonight when he came in and, and – um, he shook off the first couple uh, couple calls that um, uh, pitch calls that uh, that Kirk was sending out there. Mm-hmm. He got me mm-hmm. a little on the edge of worried, and the slider just wasn't coming in. Uh, he's he's got metal. Um, I think Jeff, I think it'd be fair to say that he's he's going to be he's going to be good. But maybe you want to go back to, to resting him a little bit, like they did earlier in the season, giving him the spots and uh, get away from the four game. If we're going to be in the playoffs, and it looks like we are, then then uh, get him ready to be uh, the best he can be. That's my thought. Anyway, yeah, yeah Gabriel. No, thanks for the call. Uh, you know that that one of the things we've talked about it, with the Blue Jays is kind of figuring out where you're going to be in the postseason. And when we talk about that, quite often we're talking about getting the starting pitching lined up. But Gabriel makes a good point, Kevin. Uh, you know there there is. It would be nice to be able to be really judicious with your use of the bullpen in that final series in Baltimore, but it's a fine line, right? Because Jordan Romano has gotten better with the more work 
We've talked about that. This inning in the third, five out. I mean, it it has worked for him. So, but but there might be some there might be some thought to that. But again, I don't see if the velocity was down, then I I would have all sorts of red flags. Uh, I just it concerns me a little bit that we've seen back to back games where the pitch selection has been a little odd. Um, but again, velocity to me is the key for him. And when I, when I start seeing 94, 95, then, then I, I get red flags, 96, 97 hitting 98. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah. I just want to know how you get him off the slider. That, that's, that's sort of the thing. And for me, the only way you do that is throw more fastballs, like throw the fastball more that allows you because it's, it's 98, 99, like it's yeah. not 93, 94, that 98, 99 will get you off of occasionally to be able to hang one and get away with it. And for whatever reason, he just wants to continue to flip it and flip it and flip it some more. And if you give a good hitter, a decent hitter, a guy that can hit a homer, a, a chance to see the same pitch five times in a row, yeah. I mean, sooner or later he's going to hit one of those hard. That for me just – I that just uh, – occasionally, I, I guess, again, I think somebody's got to raise their hand and run out there and go, hey, man, it just – doesn't look good right now. Throw something else. Uh, this was John Schneider after the game tonight, uh, talking about the game and about the status of Santiago Espinal. Felt like a really competitive game against uh, you know with two really good teams. You know, I think we're very similar in the way we uh, play, the way we match up, things like that. Um, yeah, but these are the games going forward. You know, it's going to be against tough teams, and you know, it was a couple unlucky breaks. You know, Teo hitting the line drive there in the tenth. Uh, a couple soft hits off Jimmy. Um, but, you know, love Gosman's stuff tonight. Timmy Meza outstanding again um, in a big spot. So um, just a tough night, just a tough outcome. John, how did Espinal hurt himself? I think it was on a swing um, his, in his last at-bat, um, left side discomfort. Uh, so we'll check him out more tomorrow down in Florida. So that was John Schneider talking about Santiago Espinal, who uh, was pinch hit for um, – with Kevin Biggio late in the game and as as uh was uh talked about on the telecast and and on the broadcast the initial the initial reaction was that that there was something wrong with Santiago Espinal so left side discomfort uh the Jays are going to Tampa they'll have all their medical their medical folks down there and they'll give them a they'll give them a good look and and as I said just fingers crossed fingers crossed that it isn't one of those oblique things like yeah, I think they're going to need him. Defensively, oh, he's really good. He's really good. Absolutely. He gives you a competitive at bat. He's a good player. He's a good teammate. They're going to need him. Omar in Toronto, last call. We'll let you take us home. Hey, thanks, guys. I just want to say I don't think anyone wants to see uh, Aaron Judge hit his 61st on Apple TV. <laughs> so I'm with you there. That's a good My question tonight was about Bo. So, you know, he obviously made that error in, um, in the eighth, which, you know, mm-hmm. they would have gotten – the third out going into the ninth three one up i don't know if you guys feel the same obviously offensively bow's been pretty big in september but i feel like defensively he's kind of been there's been some errors and mistakes creeping in his game um i'm sort of feeling less and less convinced with him playing well at shortstop you know sort of going forward i don't know what you guys think about that i'm curious to hear your thoughts kevin i'll let you let you have at it yeah, for, I, so far, for just just for me, I, I think he's earned the right to be the shortstop for the Toronto Blue Jays. Now, occasionally he will make a mental 
throw to where it makes you scratch your head like tonight. I mean, Segura, Segura was running down the, the baseline hard. I mean, there's probably no chance he was going to get him out, of, even if he made a good throw. Why throw it? Why take a chance? You're winning. It's little things like that sometimes that you have to think ahead and think that maybe I should eat this to give my defense a chance to make a play, get out of this inning control the damage, those kind of things. And I think that's where, for me anyway, he needs some catching up. But when it comes to all the other things that, that he, you need to be a everyday shortstop, I think he has it. I really do. Yeah, I, 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 think, that's, I think that's really well said. You know, the error, the error last night uh, in the 18-11 game, I mean, that game was such a tire fire. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not, you know, giving, uh, giving Bo an excuse there or anything like that. There's a ton of stuff going on in that game last night. Generally, they played pretty good defense. Yeah, you've got, I understand. You've got to be alert and, and, and all that, but you are going to see errors in games like that. I'm with you. I mean, tonight, th- this is the one thing I think that still concerns me about Bo's defense, and I don't think it's ever going to change because Bo is what he is as a person. He's a competitive person. Mm-hmm. Dante's talked about this. He does everything at 110%. And, Kevin, I just think it's hard for guys who do that to, to realize i got to hold on to the ball. Maybe it'll come with time. But Bo's default is i got to make a play. i got to make a play. And you're right. Sometimes the smartest play is, is not making a play. But um, I, I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there. But I'm, I'm with you. I, I mean, Bo's defense at shortstop, this team has a lot of other issues, uh, more serious issues than Bo's defense at shortstop. Well, I think you need he to- can – I think he can be a shortstop on a uh, on a World Series winning team. I really do. I do too, but you better hit a ton. That always helps. Hitting a ton is uh, is always a good thing. So again, the final score tonight from Philadelphia. Philadelphia Phillies beating the Toronto Blue Jays 4 to 3. And uh, the Jays are now off to Tampa to take on the Rays in a four-game series. Thanks, as always, for joining us on Blue Jays Baseball. Brought to you by our friends at Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Feed your wild side. Baseball fan.